0: Hello, my spontaneous people. This is Shining Boy here, and welcome to My Culture Mind. This is the show where I talk about anything in the world of modern culture for music, movies, TV, food, and all that stuff, and today is Sit Back Saturdays. Sit Back Saturdays is where I talk about anything in the world of TV, TV shows, streaming services. You get the gist. But before we get started, if you are new to the podcast, thank you so much for listening today. This podcast is available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and other podcasts. Services available. So, without further ado, let's get started with the word of the day. So, the word of the day is thonian, um, or is it thonian? So, it's it's c h t h o n i. A-N, and it's an adjective, uh, it's under classical mythology, and the definition is of or relating to the deities, spirits, and other beings dwelling under the earth, so, again, that's a term that I've never, uh, heard before, or maybe I did not pay attention, but, um, if it's classical mythology, um, I'm assuming it can be Greek, um, or Roman, um, I, I really haven't uh, heard this term before, actually. So, like, thon- uh, Thonian. Thonians, I could think of... Mm, what's that term? Uh, I, 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 I can't think of anything at the moment. But what I can remember is if... <laughs> there's a story called, uh, or a movie called the boy who'd be named King, it's like a, a, it's based on, like, the King Arthur stories, and there has been someone who's been, like, buried underneath the earth, so, um, so I think that, that's what I'm thinking of, like, these, uh, mythical creatures who just, like, you know, rise up from the, um, from the ground, which does remind me, (laughs) reminds me of Putties from the from the uh mighty Morphin power ranger series which is uh, the theme of today's episode i'll be talking about my top five um my top five power ranger series that i grew up with and, and i grew to love um but that'll be for uh sit back saturdays for the main um uh, topics of the episode, but if you really just want to skip through, and not go through this, and just hear my opinions of my top five, uh, Power Ranger series, or if you just want to get to the main topics, feel free to skip over, it's totally fine, just see if you want to check that out, if you want to skip all of this, all this stuff, but yeah, anyways, let's move on to the quote of the day, and this, um, and this quote comes from Ralph Waldo Emerson, and he says, a great man is always willing to to be little. Um, that can go... <laughs> it's pretty vague, but um, here's my interpretation. So, I think when it comes to being a great person, um, the first thing that comes to mind is being humble, and a great man who uh, is always willing to be little. I think the little means like you're not going for the bigger things in life, you are trying to find joy in... The smaller things. It's okay if you're not um, doing it all, and this reminds me of myself, who, who's been uh, out of college and trying to find work, and just you know, I feel left out by not doing all the stuff that I wanted. When I see my friends doing these cool things, but and I feel left out. But at the same time, I'm starting to find joy in the little things in life, really, I've been focusing more on my health, um, which is, has been very, uh, reassuring, I used to be 166 pounds, but now I am 160, 160 pounds, and that's been, uh, a lot of work, um, on portion control, and, uh, I, I, will talk about portion control, uh, in my future episodes, but yeah, Uh, just finding the little things in life, such as working out or just watching a show or (laughs) uh, making a new podcast, which I will be mentioning later on. So um, yeah, after reading Ralph Waldo Emerson's quote, I think it's all about finding the smaller things in life and finding that joy in order to make yourself great. So yeah, that's where I came from this. Uh, Here is a pop culture uh, fact that I found or culture fact um, television became available in, um, in many experimental forms during the 1920s, but it would be still several years later before the, um, the new technology comes in, so, like, the classic television, so around the 1950s, the television, uh, became well-known. I remembered, uh, watching Back to the Future, uh, I think it was the first movie, where uh, Marty McFly uh, arrives at his mother's home, and they only had one television, and then Marty just mentioned, like, oh, we have two televisions, and then the (laughs) the kids in the 1950s were like, oh, wow, you must be rich, and, like, and then stop, no one has two television sets, which is, you know kind of true between the the 19, 1980s and the 1950s. And of course, like you know, today my house is like has 5 TVs. So many um many years have passed and uh yeah, television is still um the form of our entertainment, but maybe not necessarily um like cable. Um, right now we're like a lot of people are cord cutters now. But we still, um, we still rely on basic cable for, like, you know, um, Wi-Fi. For example, if you are under spectrum and if there's, like, a television deal and Wi-Fi deal, like, you know, there's something that. But a lot of people are cutting the cord and using uh, Chromecast or smart TVs to connect their phones into the television. That's our new form of entertainment or laptops, you know, so... Uh, Much has changed, Uh, I did talk about if streaming service is considered TV, I'm actually going to say that I think it is still TV, but it's uh, taking on a new form, so yeah, so yeah, I think it's kind of interesting how the 1920s was the experimental time for television, and then during the 1950s it became the norm. Of having one and now we have (laughs) homes that have five TVs. Anyways with that being said let's move on to the pop culture diary. So the pop culture diary is where I take certain aspects of pop culture or whether if it's nerdy, food, it's it's a variety of things that I just want to share what's going on with my life in in terms of the world of pop culture. So recently I watched the new episode of Titans and the title is called Jericho. So Spoiler alert! If you watched um, Titans last week, when we, it was revealed that Robin, uh, Dick Grayson, quote unquote, killed Jericho, we still know we still don't know what he meant. If it was directly, I don't think that Dick was that kind of a person. But here are some things that we found out in this uh, in this week's episode. So one, uh, again, this is spoiler heavy. One we found out that Jericho lost his voice because that um, uh, Slade Wilson, his father, was involved with some bad men and then they were kid uh, they didn't really kidnap him, but they put him like you know he was under attack and then they slit uh, Jericho's throat and that's where that's why his vocal cords uh, were not working. That's why he has to do sign language. but we do get to see him talk before. We see him talk and um, and like you know, you can tell he's a lover of music. He loves to collect vinyls, and you know that's sort of his thing. At least he can hear, but he still has to use sign language. Also, we get to see Jericho use his powers. This is something that I wasn't so sure if they're gonna reveal. I don't know how they're gonna show that Jericho um, gets his powers. But turns out that he has his power since he was born. And that comes from when Slade Wilson was um, in the army and was... And... Uh, what was it called? Uh, when he was like, under some like, certain drugs or something. And because of the drugs, of course, like, you know... And then when he has a kid, he kind of inherited those sort of powers. Like, you know... Slade Wilson—he doesn't really have much powers, I guess. I'm not so sure, but but for sure that those the uh, the effects of the drugs were inherited uh, to Jericho. I mean, like um, a uh, Jericho inherited those traits, and now you could see him. If you don't know in the comics, he gets uh, he can go from body to body, like, like, he can take control, like, for example, Jericho can be in, a uh, can be still in one place, but he, if he make eye contact with someone, he can take over the body uh, of anyone's body, so I think, like, you know, seeing that in, I think this is the first time we see Jericho in live action, and I, you know what, I actually love this, um, there was a t-shirt he wore that did remind me of his, um, one of his outfits in one of the Titans uh, comics. One of the Titans comics. And, of course, we get to see how he truly died. And I think it was be- because he was in, uh, between the crossfire between Robin and Deathstroke. Rob- the reason why Robin felt like he killed um, Jericho was because... Robin was following Jericho because his father... Wanted to meet Jericho uh, face-to-face alone. But Jericho kind of kind of felt betrayed that Robin followed him. And then in order to save Robin's life. Because Robin was about to lose uh, to Deathstroke. Uh, before, like, it, it, it was kind of like in the comics where Deathstroke plunged his sword. Um, plunged his sword to Jericho. So technically Slade did technically, physically, t- uh, Slade did kill his own son, but, but Robin felt more responsible because, you know, if he didn't do that, if he just stayed behind, then none of this will, like, you know, like, the Titans would, would've, um, would've not, bro- uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm a little bit tongue-tied, the Titans would've not broke, uh, broken up, and, um, and Jericho would still be alive, or we'll probably see, but you can tell that Slade really did care for his son, it's just that he did not want his son to know the truth, that he is assassin killing for money, so yeah, however, here are some of my theories in terms of Jericho, I don't think he's dead, um, when you have a power that can jump from body to body, um, there's a higher chance that Jericho might be alive or at least he his body died but his essence is still alive and this is uh, and this is also relevant in the comics in the comics um Jericho after he died he made eye contact whether if I think it was I think he made eye contact with Slade so I think the last person that he ever made eye contact with was Slade his own father so there's a point between his death and his, like, you know, his jump, uh, his jump. He could have went into his father and, and just walked away, uh, just walked away from Robin and Dick Grayson, uh, Ro- uh, Dick Grayson, and probably he just hides so he could, um, find, um find the Titans or whatnot, but at the same time, I think that he let go of his father and just starts, you know, jumping from person to person in order to survive, he can't live under his father for very long, because I don't think he could pull it off, but in terms of survival, I think he had to make multiple jumps, and I think, in the comics, I believe it was Raven, Raven did revive Jericho, but I'm not so sure if they're going to do that, and you know what? I just think because of his powers, Jericho should should be brought back to life. I could care less about Garth. I'm sorry. Um, Garth looks like a you know a total surfer dude, and but I, I know he has a kind heart. But I don't see him coming back to life or whatnot. Um, but for Jericho, there is a lot of possibilities that could happen. And because of if Jericho is alive. Then this weight on Robin's shoulders and Dick Grayson's shoulders can at least be sort of relieved. Of course, he's not gonna—he's um, not gonna forgive himself for what he did, but at least he can um, have some peace once uh, if Jericho is alive. I'm hoping Jericho is still alive, but you know anything can happen. Anyways, moving on to the diary. Uh, I just recently watched the My Hero Academia episode where um, Midoriya is starting, to, uh, starting internships. So last week we noticed that Midoriya needs to make a Sir Night Eye to to laugh. And the quirks of, of Sir Night Eye is that he can foresee the future or near future. Um, but however, however Midoriya's humor did not work. And then, um... He wanted... Ser I wanted to test Midoriya of his worthiness. Um... He kind of provoked Midoriya... In terms of, like, why are you the symbol of hope? Or why, um... Why did Olmaito choose you as a successor? Um... He did accept him in the beginning. But he did not want Midoriya to know. Because he saw the future. But however, he was still impressed that Midoriya... Like, of course... Gran Torino, uh, he has this power of just like hopping from place to place, but Midoriya was in control because Sir Night Eye has like a lot of All Might, All Might the posters, but Midoriya did not scratch one of them. He did not mark it because he protected, he was still in control, even though he wasn't able to get the stamp. Because uh, he needs to steal a stamp from uh, Sir Nai in order to stamp his own contract in order to become an intern. He was still impressed by his skills and now it's more like to prove that he is the symbol of hope. But the problem is I think Midoriya is still clumsy and he needs to be more smart and quick so yeah. And lastly, Midoriya did encounter the one horn girl. We did not know. I don't know the relevance of her, but I know she is um re- have some sort of relation to Shie, um, the guy with the the bird mask or the beak mask. <laughs> um, I don't I don't know what his actual powers is. I know he can blow stuff up with like one touch. I. I think. I'm not so sure. But she, the one horn girl, is related to that guy. And, and Midoriya stumbles upon her uh, while patrol. So we'll get to see what happens after that next week. Overall, I think it was a decent episode. Again, um, the reason why I'm watching My Hero Academia, because. I've already went this far, and I just want to see how this ends. I'm not so... I'm not... It's not my favorite anime, but I'll continue watching this anime. So, yeah. And also, <laughs> I guess it's more of a bandwagon in terms of anime lovers or weebs. Like, <laughs> My hair Academia is, like, you know, the show at the moment. So, yeah. All right. Now, moving uh, lastly on the pop culture diary. I am so excited to say that... My new podcast, My Potter Diary, is finally released. You can find this on Spotify right now, and hopefully it is available on other podcast services, but I know for sure that it's available on Anchor and Spotify, and I believe it's also available on Google Podcasts as well, but I will search up on that as well. I'm just so happy um, to release it. So here's the synopsis again. If you have not been following my podcast recently, this new podcast, My Potter Diary, is where I I give like a brief summary of each chapter from each book. I give my thoughts about it, um, favorite quotes, favorite moments, and I will differentiate the difference between the movies and the books, or at least some big, uh, big differences at least. But at the same time, I want to have, like, some time to have some Harry Potter talks, share some, like, story time. It's, uh, because Harry Potter is such a big thing in my life that I want to share some stories, um, stories with y'all. So, um, some Harry Potter-related stories with y'all, so yeah. And give some 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 of uh, opinions on like Harry Potter news or you know of some sort, you know like the Daily Prophet, sort of. <laughs> um, ooh, that could be a new segment, uh, yeah. And lastly, I am working on my new book, which is called uh, the Zane Calamander Chronicles. Uh, this is the third book called Zane Calamander, and uh, and the tree of and the tree of e or something like that. Uh, so it's like a, it's a sequel to my previous Zane Calamander stories. And yes, by the way, the podcast is called My, uh, My Potter Diary by Zane Calamander. Yes, it's a, it's my wizard name. I, even though my name is Shawnee Boy, I'm not going to put it on as Shawnee Boy. That's my muggle name. (laughs) Uh, Zane Calamander is my wizard's name. So yeah. Uh, All right. without further ado, let's get started on the main meat, the main topic of this podcast, and that is uh, Sit Back Saturdays, and I'll be mentioning my top 5 Power Rangers series. If y'all don't know, I'm a huge Power Rangers fan, I'm a huge Super Sentai fan, and Kamen Rider fan. But before I was into Kamen Rider and Super Sentai, which is the Japanese... um, the Japanese tokusatsu TV shows were, like, wearing tight <laughs> spandex suits and helmets, Power Rangers was the show that I grew up, um, watching on Saturdays, and I just love this show so much, but I will rank, f- um, I will go from, like, my fifth to my first, so it's, like, my top five, I will go with my least, uh, it's not my least favorite, it's more of, like, my, you know they're my top five so number five and I know this will cause a lot of controversy is Mighty Morphin Power Rangers season one um I did not mention the other seasons because I just did not care for it really I think all the other seasons were just ridiculous I think seasons one and two were pretty awesome um were the original the original team and Tommy uh, both, uh, green and white ranger series. Uh, I remember when I watched the, uh, the white light episode, I, where Tommy has to give up his, uh, green ranger powers in order to become the white ranger was, uh, pretty awesome. But I just missed the, uh, few, um, the first few seasons were awesome. And of course the, um, green evil or like, you know, the, evil green ranger episodes or just some of the highlight uh episodes of the season and of course jason jason by far he is one of the best red um original red rangers i mean like the best red ranger i think he's the best ranger period uh i did not i mean i love i love tommy it's just like the actor himself i think um i mean There is a lot of beef between, um, Austin and Jason David Frank, but I can tell that they have some sort of level of respect, but at the same time, I can tell, um, one of them is, like, you know, milking them as, like, you know, I am, like, the best ranger, like, you know, they, I think Power Rangers did that themselves, where Tommy is supposed to be the best ranger. Um, but I, I kind of disagree. <laughs> also, um, shout out to, uh, Trini, the actress. Um, uh, I, it, it's been unfortunate that she had to die, uh, very young, but, um, but she was one of like the best yellow rangers um zach the black ranger still very awesome very groovy billy I, I, this whole cast was like you know pretty diverse that's what i love about um this series it, it was a diverse cast and like you know with different talents and different personalities it was just great to see that and of course the best pink ranger amy joe johnson as kimberly oh she hasn't she, okay, I'm, I'm not saying she hasn't aged, but she aged like fine wine. If you have not seen her, like, she still looks pretty good for her age, and especially after, since 1993. She's still, she still looks good. <laughs> Anyways, uh, moving on to my top four, I'm gonna mention Beast Morphers. Now, I, I haven't finished watching Beast Morphers, but I gotta say that the dialogue and, like, uh, and the setup. I think the first episode was pretty cool. Um, I really love Ghost uh, GoBusters. Uh, not Ghostbusters. Who are you gonna call? <laughs> Go uh, GoBusters was uh, was the Japanese counterpart, and it was actually released first. Well, usually Super Sentai was is released first, but it took like many years i think it was like 2012 when they released go busters but after like seven years they brought back uh power rangers beast morphers and or they they adapted go busters into power rangers beast morphers and i actually love um and actually kind of love like uh the technology the vibe it doesn't feel too campy and i think um there's a bit of seriousness. I think these are, are brilliant actors, and um, I can't wait to see more of it. Uh, I, I do see that they're adding new modes um, to to Beast Morphers that, that weren't um, available or weren't seen in the Japanese show, but... Hopefully, we can see more of that. And I know that Austin uh, Austin St. John, the original Red Ranger, is going to appear in Beast Morphers, and I can't wait to see that. But overall, I just love the look. I love the morphing sequence. I love the concept of it. Um, having animal DNA and the morphing grid. It, it's just such a... I love this vibe, and I love this setting. So, yeah. Yeah. So, number three, number three is Power Rangers SPD, and I really love this show. I think the fact that Power Rangers is taking place in the future, but there's still time traveling uh, involved, which I totally love, and and involving different galaxies, I just love that. Um, I think that there are some homage to um, Power Rangers Time Force. I'm not sure if it is connected, but it should, (laughs) but Power Rangers SPD, I think it's, has, the Disney era, they had such great actors for Power Rangers, it's, yes, there are silly moments at times, but these actors are good, they're really good actors, so, yeah, SPD, um, it has a bit of adult vibes to it, um, yeah, there's a lot of adult themes in SPD, really, and, uh, Sky, who, who is the Blue Ranger, but he wants to be the Red Ranger, there's a lot of shoes to fill for him, and there is that development, of course, there was, um, uh, there was the Red Ranger, who is basically, he, he was, like, stealing, but he was, he's, he's kind of like Robin Hood, um, he's, yeah, he's kind of like Robin Hood, especially Z, the Yellow Ranger, who, who wanted to, uh, steal, to, you know, give to the poor, or the less fortunate, so, yeah, little Robin Hoods, and, of course, um, <laughs> the Green Ranger, who loves, <laughs> I love the Green Ranger, because he loves toast, like, it's buttery, and he would always do this thing with his, ma- like, with his hands, touching his, like, you know, mouth, like, it's buttery, it's a funny thing, and then, of course, um, doing handstands in order to think, or something like that, I think that's also part of the Japanese, uh, Japanese series, and, of course, the Pink Ranger, um, even though she is kind of, like, childlike, but she's also pretty fierce, like, you know, uh, great fire, again, the choreography in SPD, awesome, awesome, and the, uh, and the effects are pretty cool as well, um, before I get to my number one, I'm going to mention my number two, and that is Power Rangers Ninja Storm. This has been, like, I can tell, like, I, this is New Zealand, but this is, like, Power Rangers in, like, SoCal. (laughs) This, I would imagine, like, this is Power Rangers, but in SoCal, there's always beach settings, there's always... You know dirt bikes and athletics like it's kind of like the x games <laughs> it's kind of like the x games really but um by the way rest in peace pua who has been uh, an awesome red ranger um but the actor unfortunately i don't know how he died but uh, i just want to say rest in peace man um i think he died like last year or this year at least when I heard the news, it was um, shocking because he was he was such a great leader, and but also he loves to be goofy and whatnot. He's one of the reasons why I liked uh, I wanted to go uh, do skateboarding as well, or at least he's kind of like part of that. Um, the dialogue, of course, like you know, there are adult themes, like you know, of course the Thunder Rangers and the Wind uh, Wind Rangers are just the battle between them was just awesome and of course when cam becomes the green ranger all these de- these character developments in the show was just awesome to see and of course brilliant acting but i will say my favorite power rangers series of all time is power rangers dino thunder and the acting not only the acting is just brilliant the return of tommy as the you know now he becomes the black ranger but bringing back to a high school setting, but it was so still believable. Like I still, even though these people are pretty old, but I still believe that they were in high school. And and yes, the uh, the humor was there, but also dealing with uh, betrayal. Of course, when Trent was the White Ranger, they did not who to, did not know who to trust. These moments were just spot on. I've watched this series. Multiple times whenever I get bored. If I want to get a have a good binge. Power Rangers Dino Thunder. When of course when their first episode, when they have to accept that they are Rangers, I love this development. When they found the Dino Gems, like you know, before they did not like each other, but then they met in detention. It's it was such a great concept to see. And like uh, the special effects, I'm not saying they're the greatest, but um, but again, a great villain, by the way. Mezagog, so terrifying. He was a terrifying villain. I think he's more terrifying than, like, some other villains in The Flash or The CW. Like, Mezogog is just, like, oh, he's just so creepy. It's, uh, like, like the way he's, I'm like, he cannot be trusted like he's just so creepy I, and i love that about him but this duality when trent finds out that you know Mezogog is his father it's just ah oh, this show is so cool and the finality was awesome and um yeah and of course the crossovers between the dino thunder rangers and the spd when when they get, went to the future and then when the SPD Rangers went back to the past. They the Dino Thunder was so good that they had to have two crossovers. Um you know, I'm not even though like Wild Force they did have two crossovers, but they only brought in uh, West and Eric. This one is like just two team ups, and it's just uh, I I love this so much. Uh Dino Thunder has uh oh like Dino Thunder, th- like Dino themed power rangers is still cool like super dino mode which is like supposed to be like vicious like claws coming out of their suit that made them vicious like they made these like you know suits like very campy into something ferocious and i just love that overall like you know yeah dino thunder is my number one uh it felt more relatable for me that if i were in that situation and then just gained powers for that you know uh, Dino Thunder will always be my favorite one, and I don't think it can be topped at the moment, but also the Disney era of, you know, Power Rangers were so good, um, the reason why I didn't mention RPM was because I did not finish it, so, yeah, um, and I wasn't so sure about the ending, but maybe I should continue it, I heard it's really good, it has a dark setting, and I kind of love that, in Power Rangers, but, again, Dino Thunder is, uh, my favorite, Before I say goodbye to y'all. I want to share some words of wisdom and this is something about again. I love um, I always advocate the importance of mental health and Here's something I want to say to y'all Whoever is dealing with anxiety or just feels overwhelmed with everything or feel like they don't have a choice I just want to say it's okay to not be perfect Um, It's okay to say no And it's okay that if you can't do it all you are human find some help if you feel like you're losing your house there are homeless shelters that you can go to or if you feel like you you can't do it all in school talk to your counselors talk to your professors if talk to your family talk to your family if you cannot make these commitments because you are just so overwhelmed with everything if 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 you have a good uh, support system they will understand and they will help you as much as they can, um, they can do it for you, but, you know, they can ease it up for you, so, hopefully, that everyone who's been dealing with just feeling overwhelmed with life, it's okay, if you have people that you can trust, then you're, you know, you're not alone, so, uh, don't let this burden, like, you know, don't let, Don't let life get you down because you feel so overwhelmed. There are other people that can help you. Even if it's not your friends, there are resources out there that you can contact. And yeah. Anyways, that is it for Sit Back Saturdays. Thank you so much for listening today. If you like this podcast, click follow on whatever podcast services you are listening to this to. Share this podcast to anyone you know. It really means a lot. It really helps a lot. And also check out my new podcast, My Potter Diary, which is available now on Spotify and Anchor. The first episode is out. It's called The Boy Who Lived. Please support that channel as well. It's also a nonprofit podcast. I am not monetizing that podcast. I just want to do it for fun and just to keep me busy and of course sharing my love of harry potter to everyone but without further ado um so so long farewell take care bye bye